Right, hi everybody and welcome to a very special Speedway podcast. Um, well, the new season's in full swing um, and I'm delighted to bring you two of Great Britain's and England's, well, it's fair to say best ever Speedway riders. There's no doubt about that. The record will speak for itself in a minute. They're sitting here looking very glad that I've arrived and uh, looking forward to chatting away. Um, let me just get, I've been, I've been doing a little bit of, I've been doing a little bit of um, sort of trolling on them really. I've, just listen to this. Between them, they have one world title one world under 21 title, five British championships, overseas and Commonwealth titles, national league championship titles, 18 seasons they rode in the Grand Prix between them. They don't even look old enough, neither of them, including nine podium finishers. And you'll like this. They scored more than a thousand Grand Prix points between them. 800 pound a point. You just work that out. 800 pound a point. No, it's not a <laughs> That's why we're still working. <laughs> as well as Elite League titles, Knockout Cup wins, well, what can I say? There's a bit of sad homework for all you lot. Chris, Chris Louie and Mark Lauren. Chris has already shaken his head. He can't believe what he's hearing. Um, these are our guests on this special podcast. I hope Speedway fans, you enjoy listening to Chris Louie. Nice to see you here, Chris. <coughs> Thanks, Mike. You're an wreck. <laughs> Thank you. And Mark Lauren. Great to see you, Mark. All right, mate. Great. So, well, it's good, mate, that. I didn't Google it at all, oh, I was off top of me most of this, but well, that's, um, that's some record of speed when you think about it, you guys. Um, well, where did it all start then, Mark? I mean, I sort of, uh, where do we go to, really? Bit of grass track before we went to Speedway? Did you both do grass track, Mark? Yeah. Did you do yeah, grass track? Yeah, we both did grass track when we first met, it was um, junior grass track racing in Kent. Because um, Kent was kind of, I think it's fair to say, probably the strongest region for grass track growing up. And Chris used to come down, obviously, and race in, in our manner, as it were, because obviously he was up against better opposition down there than he was up here. So, um, yeah, that's where we first met and obviously kept in touch. And, well, good, I think it's fair to say, been good friends and, and rivals as <laughs> one ever since. So that's where it all started. And then, um, Obviously moved on to then, uh, I think me obviously starting Hackney and Chris coming along and thought, that looks easy, I'll have a go at that. <laughs> <laughs> Which compared to the sport motocross he, he used to do, I think it's a fair assumption really. But yeah, and it all went on from there. And, uh, 88, 89 I moved up to the area and then rode at Ipswich I think in 89. Um, yeah, and I think Chris, did you start in 89? 88? Uh, yeah, you 88. had you had. You had Top flight straight away. Oh yeah, we straight to get Hackney first. Sorry, yeah, and then and then end up moving up here. And like I say, then we were, um, then we spent a lot of time and both on and off the track. I think it's fair to say a lot mm. of fun and a lot of. Because you, Chris, because you did you did motocross, like motocross. Yeah, I was I, I was motocross. Um, I had a, a go. I started with trials actually. Um, but I didn't seem to grasp that. I thought the idea was to get through the section as quick as possible. <laughs> just went for them. So uh, yeah, some people said, well, maybe you should try motocrosses. <laughs> Trials <laughs> is not your thing, so that's what I did. And I had a certain amount of success locally with that and really enjoyed it. Um, picked up a knee injury, which sort of started to slow me up a bit. Um, and I think Mark hit nail on the head. I went up to Hackney. Um, my dad was involved as team manager and, and co-promoter um, in 87. And 
obviously watched Mark riding in the in the top flight as a probably sixteen, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, only sixteen. Right, they, yeah. they had a promoted junior, didn't they? So each yeah. club had a a, ri- a rider under a certain under a certain yeah. age. I guess it was eighteen at the time, yeah. and you had to be, a, I think, a British under eighteen year old. And I was mm. one for Hackney. So, so Hackney, Hackney is where you two really most fans yeah. of speed will know that's where you start from. You know? Yeah. What was that like on Friday? Was that the old? Is the old? Well, there's only one Hackney track, wasn't there? But I mean, what was that like on a Friday night up there in the old East End? It was it great. Must have been great for you yeah, youngsters. It was brilliant. I mean, when you think back, it was real good fun. And obviously, Saturday afternoon, every Saturday afternoon there would be open practice, so we could go. And I think Chris probably pretty much started riding there at Speedway, and then progressed on and um, and went in. Obviously, you know, Carrot started his sort of practicing there, and then went on from there, as it were. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, as I said, '87, I turned up a few times, watched watch Mark um, as a youngster riding in in um, what was the top league then here, and uh, and doing quite well. And just thought, you know, that looks easy. Well, <laughs> yeah, I probably did. <laughs> as I said, I was wrong, but um, yeah, that, that's where I just thought, you know, hey, we'll we'll, we'll uh, grab Dad's old bike and we'll we'll give it a go. So I went down to a couple of training schools, and then Dave Pevitt, who was. Um, the main man at, at the time down there, the promoter, yeah. um, grabbed me in the office after I think the second practice and said, you know, I wanted to ride next year, we're going to we're gonna go down to the National League, which was effectively the second division, and um, all went from there, really. And you won the league. Yeah. You won the National League, and you, it's all ironic, we're talking here as, as Ipswich Speedway at the moment has, has this young reserve called Cameron Heaps scoring points all over the place. And a Mr. certain Mr. Louis was at reserve, if I remember, in those days, scoring points all over the place. Yeah, those days you started with a two-point average and um, I think I finished with about eight and a half in the end. Put six points on. I finished with about 11.99. That was funny because um, <laughs> I remember that, I think it was a double-header one night and Chris, I think, got about eight, seven or eight points in the first and, and in the second meeting. Bear in mind, he hadn't been riding long, fair play to him, so he's gone out and obviously starting was his main thing, you know. So what you found was, because the track was quite slick at a double header, I think the second meeting, you ended up getting like 12 or 14 points. Obviously, he hadn't quite grasped getting into the corners quick no. enough, so the game like hell for never out of start, down the back straight, and he shut the throttle off, and everyone was like going for the brakes behind him, but he managed to get 14 points, but then he didn't look back from there. Obviously, it was like the learning curve was just... I sped it up a little bit. Yeah. After a while. Yeah. But you, yeah. you hit the ground run as well, Mark, didn't you, really? 16-year-old, yeah, well, I was quite lucky because I went straight from left school at 16 and went straight to first away match, was away at Sheffield. Um, you know, I think the two meetings before I'd got four or five points in the, in the what was then the Elite League, the British League. And then I went from Wolverhampton, thought I'd done all right there. Went to um, uh, Hackney, got sort of six or seven points in my second meeting. Thought, I'll get in the end of this. Went to Sheffield and got absolutely flogged. You know, I was going, <laughs> I feel like I was going backwards because it was so fast. Yeah. I've come from tracks where you have to turn corners and that, you know. And all of a sudden, I've gone to Sheffield thinking I'll be all right here, and I just look a complete shaman. Although you are talking about guys like Kenny yeah. Gray and Sean yeah, Gray, exactly. Like yeah. Coming past you, so yeah. but that was an eye opener. But it sucks that was all part of the learning curve. So I mean, you're both you, but I mean, it's quite exciting for young, for young, for young lads riding speedway. I mean, at that age, you're just teen, well, just teenagers, aren't you? You know, just just teens, just. Yeah. So you drive about. I mean, do people drive you? Did you? You know, did you get the meat? You know? <laughs> people should have driven us. So they yeah. Used to drive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we. I think we're pretty much. Um, well, obviously, I had to wait until I was seventeen, but I luckily had a driving lesson pre-booked, and I think this day after my seventeenth birthday, I passed, and then I was off. You know, but we obviously had people 
drive us around. And, you know, so yeah, we we had some good times. Well, some of those riders in that team, you had who did you have? You had uh, Mo- is Mo- Alan, Alan Mogridge, Andy, Andy Galvin, 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 Galvin yeah. Paul Whitaker, Barry yeah. Thomas, yeah, Barry Tom Bow, yeah. yeah, legendary. Yeah, he must have won what the hell's going on. Gary Rolls, yeah, right <laughs> yeah. characters, you good, know. Good to be fair, I know it sounds thingy, but. Speedway and then fun, in them days was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, I, mean, yeah. I think the fun element's kind of gone out of it now, although it's great to see the sport get more serious. But I think outside of it, unfortunately now, I think it's gone out of it a little bit, really. Yeah, I was going to say, because um, in Hackney, I mean, I always go down and watch Ipswich Rock. It's just a grand old place, isn't it? What a yeah. great old stadium and the old yeah. East End boys. I mean, they must have loved it. Have you yet spoke quite, quite a young team, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. It was a, yeah, it's probably one of, them, one of them stadiums that you'll never forget. I mean, the track was always... Yeah. always Different, you know, it used to be set up for sidecars, so if you go the other way around, it was always good. <laughs> Unfortunately, we had to go the other way, it was quite, <laughs> it was quite yeah. indifferent at weeks, you know, when you couldn't turn in at the corner. Yeah, it was, it was a good place to learn. Yeah. Um, you got something yeah. different every week, but no, you're right, I mean, the crowds, East End crowds yeah. were, were a good bunch. They could be quite hard on you, um, but they, could, they were always harder on the opposition, which was yeah. important. <laughs> that's the main thing, is that you want a good old. Good old home crowd, and that's where you start. So, I mean, I've got what I've done here. I've sort of got lists of things to talk about. I'm sort of, I'm sort of a bit organised, but it's like I'm a bit disorganised. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll sort of flip from one minute you'll be riding in your like tw- late twenties, and we'll go back when you're sixteen again. Right, that's, mate, you're happy that, with that? My whole life's like that. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying we're chaotic. Chris, world under twenty-one champion. I mean, that was before we start. We talk about your world championship, Mark. Obviously, Chris. I mean, that's and in Russia. I mean, God, man, how, you, you were well done 21, is it Lvov? Lvov. Lvov, Lvov. 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 yeah, Ukraine, Oh, thank you, sorry. If I remember it, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> how long did that take you to get? What, what was that all about? I mean, can you, what can you remember about that? It was a long journey, I remember that. Um, no, I, um, it was the, my third year, because my second year, 89, I had a runoff in Lonigo to win it um, and lost out to uh, get at Hamburg. Um, so and I that just, field, I went, did you feel, did you, did oh, you think I, your I chance was, had gone? I was devastated because yeah. it was, you know, it was a tough lineup back in them days. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, to lose out in a runoff, I was absolutely devastated. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of planned my year the next year, 90, around winning that and making sure I won it. And, um, yeah, it was a strange country, um, totally different culture. Just the first time I'd really travelled to the, to the East as it was. And, um, it was it was quite tough really. Um, it was quite a daunting track. It rained all day, so it's quite muddy and heavy. And um, but yeah, it meant a lot to me. What did you get? Did you get maximum? Did you what did you, you remember? Um, oh, see, I don't remember anything. I think I dropped one, but I don't remember who. Was it Ricard's Tony Ricardson in it? He was there. He was third. I think. Yeah. What yeah. rubbish. Tony was no good. No, poor old Tony, bless him, he was no good. No, well, good. but that was. I mean, well, I mean, oh, wow. You said you planned your year round it, and that came off. Yeah, it, it's you know, I, I sort of wanted to take small steps, and, and under twenty one was the first step, and mm. um, yeah, second year, second time round, managed to get it. So um, yeah, I put a lot of effort into it. It's something that I really wanted to do. Yeah, I remember your dad went with you, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. There was there was a, actually a few which. Um, did you France made, made the trip on a, on cool. a coach. What, to yeah. Ukraine on a coach? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty Gosh, cool. good for them. Down the Polish border, <laughs> like south-east, wasn't it, in the Battle of Four Hours, wasn't it? Yeah, we, uh, we had what a KGB. Had, had you been there? Had you been in it? I've not been there, no. I remember the place well, though. Had you been in it? Well done, 12. Yeah, I, I balls mine up. In yeah. Germany, yeah, I finished second to Lee Adams in a runoff. 
Well, sorry, balls it up, is it? Just, just well, yeah, run off second, yeah, but basically I was level on points. And so I love, I love the attitude both you have about balls it up or <laughs> messing it up to yeah. come second. Yeah. But I mean, that yeah. is That's something... Spe- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you're right, Chris. I mean, that you've got to have... It's got to be win or nothing, is it? Do yeah, I mean, I, I just remember because um, obviously later, late Ivan Major was obviously after this happened become quite a good close friend you know over the years with Norrie yeah of course tight with Norrie and um, I always remember he was helping Lee at the time and I didn't really have anyone and I think going into a runoff because you know if you get choose the inside or the outside being a complete plum that I am I've gone up <laughs> and gone in rough when it was real deep at um, Faffenhofen or somewhere yeah, sandy real deep sandy yeah. so I've got a met what I should have done was gone in between the gate three and four there was a fresh bit yeah I bottomed out at the start, and obviously once Lee had got away, I was in trouble. But yeah. the first thing, I think, a few years later, when I was sitting talking to Ivan in Australia, he said, well, what you, the big mistake you did, I couldn't believe you went up to the start line and went in one of the ruts. He said, because if you looked, obviously, you'd gone in between the two. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That's no, 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 what happened. No, and that was just me being a bit... But you know, yeah. way with the fairies and not a bit naive as far as not. But it's, I just say, it, like I say, just interesting that both of you immediately we've mm-hmm. just talked about under twenty one followers and the, the sort of the horror yeah. of coming second, yeah. but on both your faces was like mm-hmm. quite interesting, really. I thought. Yeah, they were good days though because they were they were both for both of us. They were our first sort of ventures into Europe. Yeah. You know, we yeah. were eighteen, nineteen. And then qualifying rounds were good fun, weren't they? We used yeah. to get to go to Germany and here, there, and everywhere to qualify for it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, certainly good days. So yeah. a lot of travelling, even. I mean, Spears always had travelling, but, mm. you know, a lot of travelling back then, you know. Was, yeah. yeah, most of it was Germany, really, I seem to remember. Mm. We'd done most a lot of stuff in, in Germany, maybe Sweden. Well, yeah. um, but we were quite relaxed about it. I mean, it meant a lot to us, and we, we were, to a degree, professional and well-prepared, but, um, you know, we'd be out together, and, and it was just good fun, really. And then, mm. you know, road trips. Day would come. And, road trips. Yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was road trips. Yeah. It was, we were young, and it was good fun, but... Um, you know, when it came down to to the meeting, we, we both knew what we had to do. So did you, you rode each other in British World on 21 finals or World on 21 events, I suppose? Did we you, did do a few, I can't yeah. remember which year. I don't think we ever met in a final. I no, think we've done rounds so. together. And we've done rounds, how, how easy, do you, actually, do, you, do you just used to then just take yourself off in separate pit areas and just keep away for an hour and a half, two hours? Or? Well, really, because the qualified rounds, to be fair, you was only ah. needing to get the final, so yeah. I think it was just like really doing an individual meeting in England that... Still meant a lot, but yeah. didn't, didn't mean the fact, you know, it was different on a final day. Yeah, but I think getting to the final was the main mm. option. Uh, main yeah, if anything, it, it was more a case of let's help each other get to the final. As Mark mm. says, once you get there, he's everyone for himself. <laughs> we'll go on the world final win in a minute, Mark, but it's interesting. I've got, I've got a little bit down. I've got a little bit down here, Chris, riding abroad. I remember, I might be, I might be wrong, I thought you were once quoted as saying something about Speedway not ending at Dover. Do you remember saying that? No, oh, but well, it's the sort of thing I might say. Sort of thing you did say. Makes me sound smart. That's what, I, that's what I used to say about Martin Dugo, because he was probably one of the best riders amongst us. But Speedway did end at Dover for him. Yeah. He didn't get Because he couldn't though, travel. Yeah. He didn't like travelling. He didn't like leaving home, which is yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He used to openly admit it that, I mean, we all know that he could have been a work, equally as world-class rider as any of us. Yeah. yeah. But... You had, to travel, you, had to, you had to travel, you had to go. He didn't like it. He liked being at home, and which, you know, respect him for that. But that basically you know, curtailed his career as far as going further because yeah. he just didn't like leaving Brighton Hove. Yeah. <laughs> but I do remember you saying that as well. I think if somebody said something said, well, Chris Lewis said, well, yeah, it's okay thinking that about, but, you know, Spearman doesn't end at Dover. There's yeah. meetings in Poland we have to go yeah, to yeah. when we're riding yeah, in you Germany. Can't, you can't expect to, to win meetings at a world level on Swedish 
Danish, mm. Polish, German tracks if you haven't gone there and, and had yeah. some yeah. level of experience. And that's been a problem, I think, up until the last few years with English, young English riders now. Yeah. They don't get a start in Poland because it's got, yeah. you know, I mean, it's to be fair, tough. I think when we used to ride, we were lucky to be in sort of the top 15 always in the in the world as far as riding. And the most important thing is to be in the top 10 picks in Poland. Yeah. That's where you've not only learnt your, your trade, you, you've earned your money. Yeah. You know, it's as mm. simple as that. And we were quite, not fortunate, because we worked hard for it, but mm. you see a lot of riders now that are very good, but don't necessarily make it in Poland. No. And that's been their downfall as far as being top international riders. So how young were you two guys when you started riding Poland or started riding abroad? You started the year before me. Yeah, Poland, we, we sort of were part of the early... No, Russell. Um, Vratislav, yeah. like, there was about six of us when, and it mm. was the league was sort of testing the water of can we make Poland, yeah. you know, foreign riders work in Poland. Um, who's myself, Hans, Kelvin Tatum, John mm. Davis, Lee, Lee went. Um, it's about half a dozen of us. Me and screening were two years later, I think. Yeah, and then it sort of opened up, yeah. and then every team had foreign riders. Pressure? There's some pressure out there, weren't there? It wasn't so bad. Um, it, it, it was the pressure on yourself because some of the, the I mean, now the Polish riders are, are ultra professional. You know, they're athletes, they're fast, um, and so it's it's no different to ride in the, in any other league. But in in them days, they were a bit wild. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, if they were the told by their boss, you go out and make sure he doesn't finish the race. <laughs> they, they, normally, that's sort yeah. of how it ended. So the, the pressure was just staying safe in the first couple of years for sure oh that's fascinating fascinating but uh, so yeah so I mentioned about riding blogs I made that it's one of my notes on here Mark it's quite impressive isn't it do you like my, my set of notes here I'm I quite... if I could read I'd help you <laughs> I forgot my glasses <laughs> but no I mean so that's yeah that's really that, was, that is really interesting and um, well, then we've talked about your under 21 world final win Chris and obviously Mark you're world champion 2000 I mean wow did that change your life? How did it change your life? Um, did, it, did it change your speedway? How, well, you know, how did people treat you in speedway after that? Or, or what do you remember I, think, I, I must admit, I mean, to be honest with you, I was, I, I loved riding speedway. And it, it was day in, day out, enjoyable for me. I was very lucky. I mean, we used to do a lot of meetings in Poland and in Sweden and everywhere. And when I look back, it was hard work. But at the time, it wasn't. You know, I was riding a bike for a living. You know, I was earning a good living. And I was enjoying it. But the World Championship was another thing, really. I mean, I honestly think if I'd have had a little bit more com competitive spirit in myself, I could have gone on possibly to do, not necessarily win it again, but stay in it a lot longer. Mm. I think it wore me out, to be honest. Mm. The pressure of actually winning it the year after, it probably showed I weren't myself. Mm. And to be brutally honest with you, the year before, in 1999, I probably rode better than I did when I won the World Championship. I finished, I think, third or fourth with missing three rounds. Right. I was on that year I personally was I think I was on fire and I was yeah. riding the best day rack. The year after when I won the world championship, rightly or wrongly, um, it took someone to be there when Tony Ricardson was having a bad year. Right. And I'm under no illusions that I yeah. was even though, you know, fair play I won it. Yeah. You lost Jason Crump probably I mean just equally as good a rider but just didn't quite have what Ricardson had. Yeah. And that, therefore, he's had to stand on number two on the rostrum a hell of a lot, yeah. lot more than really he probably should have done. Yeah. So it was a great thing to have won. Absolutely, obviously, I'm proud of punches. I mean, it seems like a, an eternity, a lifetime away now. But um, 
looking back, it is something that I've done and I'm very proud of it and nothing can change that, you know? No. But to be fair, as a person, it did wear me out. Yeah. It was far too much. Because well, you both started in one-off world. Did you, you came third in the... In first one of the... First yeah, of first... 93. 93. Yeah. So you were so in the one-offs. So, I mean, that third must have been quite... You must have been quite proud of that though, Chris, that time. That wasn't sort of a beat me up because I didn't win it type thing, or was it? No, I mean, it, I think before 93, so it was what, my fourth year, yeah. I think. Yeah. So, um... It was early days in my career, really, and, 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 and in them days, it was a long struggle just to get to the final. Yeah, Intercontinentals and overseas. Yeah, it was yeah. about, you know, from the British semi-finals and British finals and things, you, you've done about six or seven rounds just to, yeah. to get to that point. So, um, you know, first of all, I, I, I think I felt, oh, well, this is an achievement to have got to this final. Um, and then it just kind of went all right on the day, really, yeah. and, and I ended up, well, having to run off for second with hands and, and losing that, but... Um, that's not no. a bad person to lose to. Hans Nielsen. Right? No, you could <laughs> <quite> lose <laughs> Hans Nielsen. Back in your, days. Yeah, crikey, um, in your fourth year of racing, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I didn't so realise it was good. that figure. That is impressive. Yeah. So, it, it was, um, no, it was good. It was a good yeah. day. Really, really enjoyed it and um, was very proud of it. Um, I, I've got to say, I mean, whilst I think the Grand Prix is the right thing and I've enjoyed being a competitor in it and I've enjoyed watching it, um, you couldn't be waking up on the morning of a one no. world final thinking if I get this right I could be world champion today. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, was a, no. it was a buzz. You're absolutely right. I think, uh, uh, I'm a Speedway fans, I mean younger Speedway fans have only known the Grand Prix but older Speedway fans will still look back and say oh I love the old one-offs. Well it was you know? kind of still a Grand Prix as such because you still had to qualify. Yeah. So yeah, in the yeah, day you had half a dozen meetings yeah. against all the top blokes so yeah. really and truthfully although they were qualifying rounds they were like rounds to the world championship yeah. really you know so. But the only thing I suppose the Grand Prix does is bring out consistency rather than yeah. the, which the you, well, you which you, you, you talk advantage you, of yeah you talk exactly, exactly you talk about exactly. yours I mean you didn't win a didn't win one final but we're world champion at the end of it that's consistency Mark I mean that's, that's right, exactly yeah, what so. it's all about I suppose they was almost could target Mark's world well, as the exact example of they yeah. are motor yeah. system rider on the planet at this season well that's certainly yeah. stage like I say it, it took um, somebody to be there um, to yeah. take advantage of the fact that to be fair Tony had had an off off season so you know and I was. I was the man there to, to pick up. I the think pieces. it's the right way to do it. No, yeah. Yeah. Said, yeah. You know, from a buzz point of view, working mm. up yeah. one meeting was great. But um, no, I think you get a fair world champion over the series now. Now, moving on, we've talked a bit about individuals. Now, let's talk about teams a little bit here because there's a bit of a difference between you two, to say the least. One sort of rode for one team for like 150 years on the trot. Steady. And, steady. And one sort of didn't ride for one team more than like one and a half seasons at a time. It's what a couple of strange teams you sort of been, Mark. You're a bit like a, you rode for loads of different teams, didn't you, in, in your career? Chris, you rode for one or two, or two, I suppose, Hackney. Well, Ipswich. here, two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Chris, first the Ipswich, I mean, obviously, obviously your father's a pro and all this sort of stuff, but I mean, did you ever feel like going anywhere else, or was it always Ipswich, which is? Um, no, I always wanted to ride for the hometown club. Um, obviously, Dad's riding connection prior to that and then um, you know he came we, we came as a package really and Mark came with us it was a you know the management buyout from Hackney to Ipswich and um, it was a shame for Hackney fans because it did break up yeah, it did a, break a, team, a, a hugely yeah. entertaining fun and mm -hmm. successful team but um, no we all came over to Ipswich and um, you know, carried on the fun really we had, we had a few more good years a couple of years yeah. internationally and you had end up having 20 years with Ipswich yeah the thing was, is, um, I think when I left Hackney, um, obviously I'd started in the in the, the top division, moved back down to the to what was then the second tier, and that was a bit of a backward step. From, it was a good step for me because I'd obviously had a good couple of seasons, 
Um, but then uh, I had to then start, and obviously at, at well, Ipswich is the worst side where they were, so I had to move back up and I went to Kings Lynn. But to be fair, a lot of my a lot of my um, moves really have been a little bit enforced, you know, because yeah, of one yeah, thing or another. Yeah. So of course then, you know, with going to you know Bradford, you know, I shut them down. And then Fleece <laughs> 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 uh, ex- uh, uh, yeah, I think they shut down. <laughs> ex- ex- they, they, they went soon after. There's your hat in here, just being a bit of a gigolo, I just kept moving around and just <laughs> But just obviously a lot of it was down to the right deal, I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. It worked for me, whether it because it, obviously Poland was a massive part of my uh, career. I was doing good in Poland, earning good money there, so I had to follow that. So really, the domestic racing had to kind of fit in with that, and that's the way it become. But as far as Ipswich goes, there was a few years where really I was riding in and everyone should have really been Ipswich. But mm. at the time, I'm not being funny. They had a couple of good characters there, and Tony, and obviously Chris. There wasn't really necessarily any room there. No. Gollum, you know, they went through that stage yeah. where you know you, you try actually going as an away rider to Ipswich and facing that lot. Mm. You know, so are you like disappointed a, you didn't ride Ipswich? Yeah, for, am, for Ipswich. More. Yeah, I am. I am disappointed. But having mm. said that, when I eventually went back there, mm. you know, before unfortunately axed, yeah, I had a great couple of seasons. I know you did. So yeah. it's a real shame, really, because I was really enjoying me racing, and you know, it's rather strange because actually in the papers at the moment, I don't know if you've been seeing what it has. I've been running a favourite, which is one to seven. Yeah. I'm getting fans to, to send in their favourite teams, yeah. not their best ever teams, Chris. Their right. favourite teams, yeah. right? So. I and, know you were offended. <laughs> and Chris has obviously been in most of them, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But you've appeared in a lot, Mark, yeah. quite a lot. I mean, and you were only there a two or three, well, over oh, yeah, the so, time, yeah. a couple of seasons, weren't you? So. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think a lot of it's to do with the local thing. And obviously, yeah. well, me and Chris as a, as a parent used to ride well together and we had we was enjoying ourselves. And I think it rubs off and I think the crowd see you enjoying yourself. And main thing, putting in the effort for yeah, the money. Yeah, effort is everything. I like, I went a few weeks ago and um, young Cameron, was riding his, out of his skin, yeah. and that's what you want to see, you know. And that's, I think, that's why they used to appreciate the fact that I always used to give it a go. It didn't always work out. But oh, used, used to give, it, used to give it a go, Mark. There's no doubt about that. Oh, and you yeah. say it's interesting to talk about your teams. 1998, though, Chris. I mean, that was an Ipswich Witches team, wasn't it? With yourself and Gollub and Ricardson and Scotty and Swab and Claire. I mean, just won everything. Um, what was that? What did you? Could you see that all coming the way? The way it ended up with um, a treble like that. No, no, I don't think so. No. Uh, when the team was put together, it it, it looked good, yeah. um, but no one knew how Thomas would. You know, everyone had seen him um, on the world scene in, in Poland and, and thought, well, yeah, he's good. But but as with a lot of continental riders, when they come don't to always travel well. No, yeah. when they come to the UK, particularly in in them days, a lot of them really struggled. Well, Thomas didn't. Thomas yeah. was Thomas. Picked it up straight away. Did things his way, and yeah. um, all of a sudden, you know, we we genuinely had three sort of top out and out could be number ones at most mm. clubs and um and it and it went right through the team. You know you had young Sal at the time, Scott, Swaby, they all just fed off it and, mm. and they, everyone was just going really well. It was it was just great fun. And people talk about that team as one of the best I mean Mark you must have ridden against I don't know if you you must have rode against them that year. It must have been a bit of a bloody nightmare, wouldn't it? When they can't Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean to be honest with you, if you went there and got nine points from five rides, you was well happy. <laughs> 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 it's not, I should have been, anyway, do you want a guest tonight for uh, for, for us against Ipswich? People think to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a, it was a what's the best team you rode for then, Mark, individually as a domestic team? Do you think of a team you've really enjoyed riding with Again, in- I rode two years at Bradford, which yeah. is brilliant. I mean the most disappointing thing with Bradford it was so well run it was mm. such an awesome track yeah, great I mean track. it was a hard track to ride because everyone enjoyed riding there yeah. um, I 
basically had two good years there with Javi and Screamy again like Chris good friends a lot of fun mm. um, so they, they were good good years and to be fair I really really enjoyed the one league the year it was one league oh I yeah when, still, when everybody sort of came in for, I yeah, still think that's got to be the way forward 20 odd teams yeah. wasn't there yeah, yeah. yeah I enjoyed it and yeah. Yeah. And going everywhere once you yeah. know, going yeah. to Scotland you Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough and, and yeah. that's right there's all sorts yeah. of them, and that was, that was the last year I think of Middlesbrough so yeah, yeah. you go in all parts of the country yeah. and you know just riding there the once, um, and it was just a real good cut. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. think your days at Kings Lynn with Henkel must have been quite good. They were good fun, yeah, yeah. Albeit a bit hard, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like having a hyperactive child about him. <laughs> right. So all the people you rode against them, um, you rode a lot of people. Who were the toughest opponents you came up against? Mark, I mean, who who do you when you went out track you thought he's good? I mean, I mean you're both very good yeah. riders yourself. The thing is, there was tough opponents, and then there was ones that you had to watch all the time. You'd tough opponents like people like Chris Foy's as safe as ours. You got your yeah. Tony Carson, you Lee Adams. You could trust them with your life. Mm. And then there's the Nicky Pedersons. Yeah, where you just <laughs> you can't do that. You know, I mean, I rode with Nicky at Eastbourne, and I was off. I always remember Heat 15. You know, I used to get stuck on the outside. And at the end of the day, I just knew what Nicky was going to do. You know, 100%, no matter what's happening, he's going to drill everyone, including me, yeah. straight in the pit. <laughs> so this one, I'm off gate four, and Crumpy's next to me off three, and, and obviously Nicky's off two, and I thought, I just know. Four times we all ended up in the fence on the first corner. <laughs> until I went over to the parent and said, look, are you two going to sort this out? Because this is getting ridiculous. Can you sort it out in the pits? And they're yeah. taking ten bales out of each other. Yeah. You know, I think the last two times we ended up after... Me, I just shut the front of the end, went straight back to the inside. Off they went again through the fence. <laughs> so there were certain riders, they were really hard, good yeah, riders, yes, yeah. you know, but they, they weren't safe. No, you no. couldn't trust them. You no, like I know exactly safe. what you mean. So there's a yeah. different sort of tough rider and tough yeah. rider. You didn't mind the likes of Chris, Tony, Lee, all riders like that. They're not an issue, but there was a few that were not only tough, hard to ride against and quick, but bloody ridiculously yeah. naughty, you know. And you, Chris, you're hard, hard, tough, some hard, tough guys, similar to what Mark's saying. Exactly the same, really. I mean, through our era, there were so many guys that if you lined up in a race against them, you know, you, you, you knew what to expect from them. You knew it was going to be a tough race. You, you had your Hanses, who was so consistent off the start, um, and he was, a, he was a tough rider, like Mark said, but he was safe. He yeah. would run you to the point, but you, you knew what he was going to do, and, and, and you could sort of preempt it, but... Um, yeah, Billy, Greg, yeah, so yeah. many top guys in them days. But and then you had, as Mark says, you had your your, your Roman Matisseks and, and people like that. <laughs> I, remember and was, I remember him scoring twenty one point maximum at Ipswich one day. Just completely frightening. Yeah, everyone was frightened. That would be exactly it. Favorite tracks, Mark, in England when you rode in England. What's what track you enjoy riding most? I was Bradford. Just, I used to like yeah, I mean Bradford, mm. wide open ones like that. Um, Exeter was good for me because that taught me how to make starts as yeah. good as I possibly could. <laughs> uh, Kings Inn was always good, but a really hard home track because again, everyone yeah, knows. Yeah. But go, it's actually good to have somewhere like Exeter as a home track because there was an awful lot of riders didn't like going there well, riding. Yes, so exactly. for a couple of seasons, that was good for me. Um, to be fair, I liked me Bellevue's at the time was tight. Wolverhamptons, all of them that took a bit of turning really. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I wasn't always a massive fan of Peterborough because I just find it was just on the wide open on the throttle. And mm. I don't know, it used to, used to be just chasing back wheels the whole time. Mm. It wasn't really my, yeah. even though that sort of style of riding flat out and big tracks was always all right. That particular one being Sonara and that, I used to, used to struggle to enjoy it. Yeah. <coughs> Fences to come at you a bit. I used, yeah. to, I used to like everywhere to be honest. Yeah. 
Chris, your favourites? I mean, yeah. Um, well, if you want to pin it down to favourites, not dissimilar to Mark Marie, I, I always enjoyed going to Bradford. It was such a fun track to ride and different to all the others with the banking and everything. Um, Kings Lynn, um, in the, from sort of mid-late 90s onwards when it was real grippy, was always good fun. Um, um, I had probably less of a liking, unlike Mark, for, for the Wolverhamptons and the lakesides and places like that. I mean, I, I got better as my career went on. You became a lake, lakeside guest oh, regular in, in the end, lakeside was, stage. <laughs> in the end, lakeside was my thing, but early doors, yeah. I, I really yeah. struggled with tracks like that, to be honest. Um, I didn't ride the bike very hard, so when you had to turn hard and you need, need the power of the engine to help you do it, it wasn't my thing, but... I got better at that. Okay, out of the gate then, Louis or Laurent? I mean, who's was, is this a no-brainer or is it? Why are you not? I don't know why I'm asking really, but that's I just... ridiculous. <laughs> I, was, I was just a slightly better cheat off the start. Oh, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> you were, I think you were quicker, Chris. Is that fair to say? It's with, uh... Uh, not always. No, no, I think Mark plays down his start. Yeah. He? He, he had just periods where he was I mean, I could make one or two. <laughs> <laughs> but no, actually, towards the end... Um, I think my starting got a lot better. Mm. But, it um, did. Yeah, it's just, it's just what it was. He was know. quick, wasn't he? That yeah. start. Yeah, 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 brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. I wish I'd have had that starting ability. Yeah. yeah. Saved a lot of terror, saved the years. <laughs> a lot of injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There'd have been fewer fans on the terraces, I think. Well, that's, that's the that. thing, Mark. I mean, people did love your all-action passing style. I mean, you could, yeah. you know, I, I know you probably, you probably wish you had made more starts, yeah. but, yeah, but yeah, people yeah. do like people coming back. I've had a choice. Yeah. But well, no, you were aware of that, though, I suppose. Very, really. Yeah, very yeah. enjoyable. I've always enjoyed what I've done. And like I say, when I go and watch now, I just want to see people having a go. I guess it's just what, you know, it's just what... It does, hasn't changed, has it? That's your makeup, isn't it? Hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Cameron Heaps, mm. you know, you are up there the other night. Yeah, exactly brilliant. the same as Mark, Mark Long, yeah. 20 years, you know, that type yeah. of thing. Um, riders then, Chris, I mean, you, you see a lot more sport. I mean, I know, Mark, you do get up to Ipswich a few times, but yeah. obviously, Chris, you see a lot more sport than Mark does. Riders today, what's the... What do you think, is there a difference between riders today, the average rider today and the average rider in your day? Um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, to start with, I think these days the top, um, at the top end of the sport, the riders are fitter. Yep. I think they work very hard at that. Um, in general, I'd say they're lighter than, than a lot of the riders were now, are they? Um, it, it has become, I mean, Mark kind of touched on it really at the beginning when we started chatting that it's become very professional and in some ways almost too professional um, because it's, it, it appears to be less fun from mm. you know the rider's point of view. Um, the bikes have demanded that, they've changed particularly in, in, in I would say the last sort of 10 years they've changed quite a bit, uh, they've become much more physical to, to ride, um, not as much fun to ride when I've had a go I've got to be honest. Mm. Um, and so it's, it's changed the sport quite a bit, not, not always for the better but the top guys on the right tracks on the right day entertain you know as much or more than, than it ever has been so it's, it's still a good sport because i think as a fan today as fans might sort of might sort of understand this i mean back in the day again you know riders used to ride and then perhaps have time afterwards to hang yeah. around in the bar and have a yeah. drink today boom yeah, bam, gone, gone, yeah. off halfway yeah, down the a a lot, lot of the shame about it mm. like you say we i mean i've got some really good friends around here in, in the area that i was you know might have met as steve way watching you know, after meeting, having a quick beer with them, whatever, and having a chat. I mean, there was, the bar was packed after meeting, and that was like the done thing. But obviously, with the professionalism, the way it's going now, in a lot of ways, obviously, it's improved the, the you know, the sport from an outside looking in. But I think in a lot of ways, it's also, it's also hampered it, really, a little bit. You know, I think it's lost that, that touch, really, where... I think the thing, I, I think how I see it, I, 
you know, it's just that half an hour. Mm. I don't yeah. think you can, um, riders are so busy, you wouldn't even want to get off and all sort of, but it's like that, just that half an hour. Because yeah. Speedway has got such a fantastic camaraderie yeah. between fans and riders. I mean, fans, riders just sign autographs. I mean, they are brilliant yeah, yeah. riders. They're down to work hugely compared with football and other yeah, sports. Exactly, they're, yeah. they're brilliant. I just sometimes think just that half an hour, yeah. there's a nice bar area and everyone could just well, get... Not only that, we used to, I used to like it, it was a bit of a relax and yeah. you know, so it, 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 the whole team would be in there yeah. to have a quick, quick beer and good, yeah. quick chat and a laugh. And it was all part of it, you know, and uh, I think that side of it's gone and I think that is a shame. I forgot to mention British titles because in my extremely well um, rehearsed intro, of course, I mentioned you like my intro, Mark, which I know you're very impressed with, with all my intros. About them. I mentioned five good. British titles. Um, you won two? You we won shared them out for a little while, I think. You, mm. you did, didn't you? Kept going, Louis, Lauren, Louis, Lauren. Um, That's right. Keep it, keep proud, it proud, proud to win British titles, both of you? Must have been. Yeah, it meant a lot. Um, That's uh, when the British Championship was the British Championship, you know? Yeah. Commentary on Culture, so yeah, it had to be 5,000 people. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it weren't the same, was it? I know, obviously, we both competed in them afterwards, but there was something about the British final. Then, even though we all went through the whole stage of it being on a Sunday and you Poland a, a shout and in your ear, and you know, if you can't ride there, you can't ride there, and in the end, you end up doing nothing yeah. to prove a point, which is, we have all been well, I've been through. Um, you know, being told where you've got to ride, but it's a shame because yeah. when you look back, the British final was a massive dance. Oh, yeah. yeah. Massive gig for many years, wasn't yeah. it? At Coventry. Yeah. I think for the guy, the guys racing in the British finals in them days, it was as big as a world yeah. final or anything. You wanted to be British champion. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've I've been lucky to work with Sky for all those years um, doing the TV stuff, and so I've I've gone to the British Championships and I've been in the pits and I've kind of been involved, and and it didn't have the feel that it had. You know, things change and everybody looks yeah, back and says, oh, I was yeah. better in them days. Yeah, um, and I'm sure it wasn't, but it just felt, you know, riders in, in when me and Mark were doing them, you didn't talk to each other. You know, you Literally. really didn't want to know anybody on that day. No, you just sat in the serious. pits and you'd done your thing and, and mm. that was that. Um, and it doesn't, so they didn't, didn't and doesn't seem quite like that these days. It seems a bit more relaxed and... and oh, it's like, you find that someone's also, I mean, I find that, I don't know, it's nothing to do with spirits, but football, you know, football players play and they lose a game and at the end of the match they're always changing shirts and, and, and patting each other back and having a giggle and mm. like I say, there's that, just that single minus to want to win, you know, it's all a bit too friendly sometimes. Yeah, we've had that. I mean, and, you know, from Ipswich driving to, to Coventry, you'd go past yeah. so many cars mm. full of people yeah. with scarves hanging out the windows and, you yeah, know, we, we had great support, every, every rider had great support from their cars, it was, it was big. This is a, this this might be a hard one to remember, but you, you two guys remember things really very very well. I'm very impressed with this. But bear in mind, you told me before this you do realise we won't remember anything. You're now sort of remembering far more than even I thought you would. No, it's a, a, a meeting, an individual, one particular meeting. Could you ever pinpoint one or two meetings that you just remember as like that was just wow, what a night, or wow, road, or the way it was, whether it was an individual or a, or a team meeting. I think or, I think personally, I mean, Chris might agree that a lot of the big pressure meetings in Poland were in quite hard speed. Mm. You know, it's always quite difficult to leave Poland on a Sunday and no disrespect, but come back and arrive at Wolverhampton on a Monday and it was all a bit subdued and sometimes quite hard to motivate. You've gone down from how many crowds? 20, crowds of, yeah. 23 odd thousand people. Yeah. Just absolutely yeah. And I think a lot of the time that was that was quite hard to beat. You know, you get a place of like Zanon Agora and that is quite... Yeah. Quite and you nasty. were very young again, we go back to you guys, were still yeah. early 20s, I suppose, or mid-20s, you weren't sort of, you know... Even late. towards the end, when you, we were established yeah. riders, and like, trouble is, towards the end, you, when we first started there, anything, you know, we just go, not being funny, we could almost go out and get 10, 11 points cruising. But, you know, towards the end, 
It was tough. It was yeah. difficult, you know. Yeah. I mean, these boys, these boys are good, you know. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you are expected of, you know, you get 12, 12 points from five rides, and you the team loses by three points. That's because you didn't get fifteen. Yeah. Not the others didn't do it because <laughs> you were the foreigner. Yeah. You're paid their good money to be there, and you didn't get the fifteen points. So it's exactly your fault. Pressure. So yeah. it was quite difficult. So you're, the, you're under more pressure. Do you think? Well, both you must be under pressure in Poland to, to do well. But was, yeah. was it because you came? Because you were English, and they were, you, you know they expect the expectations. I think, I think most of them, whether it was Tony, whether it was Lee, whoever, whoever, whatever the top foreigners yeah. were in each club, were under more pressure than most. Is yeah. it still that like now, Chris? Do you think you think Poland? I think slightly. It's slightly changed because the Polish riders are yeah. so good. Yeah. So far, yeah. so professional, yeah. um, mm. particularly in Poland. Um, so I think the pressure is shared through mm. the team a little bit right. more than it used to be, but there's still an awful lot of pressure yeah. for, for all seven of them in that team. Yeah. Wish you're still riding now, Mark? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Do you really? I mean, I wanted to ride before my accident. I wanted to ride till I was 40, which yeah. would have been another three years would have been perfect. Um, yeah, real shame because obviously I was, I was enjoying it. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, these things happen. All I can honestly say is hand on heart is that I'm you know, grateful for what I had and yeah. what I've done and what I've got from it. And the friends have got from it, and now the memory tree. Chris, do you wish you're still riding? I mean, you don't like these new bikes you keep telling me. These no, I'm really <laughs> yeah. I think Chris he has changes to you. I refuse to get on one. <laughs> no, you, you you miss it when it when it's going well. And and what I what I've missed the most is um, when it's been a good meeting and it's been a close meeting, and I see the camaraderie in the team if they've just pulled off a, a win, or you know, like as recent as Monday at, at Kings Inn. You know, we we came from eight down. Um, went six up, ended up drawing. But you know the camaraderie in the team. We, I mean, we we had really. I wouldn't say we were a two man team, but we had two men really on it, and the other five struggling. But they stuck together, and they uh, managed to still put in even when they were struggling, put in a five one at the right time. And uh, I just see that camaraderie. Yeah, I missed that. You know that was that was fun. Now, Ipswich, Ipswich had a youth event. I don't know if you know, the British big British youth event up at Vauxhall a few weeks ago. It was like 40-odd races, wasn't there? And a lot of youngsters involved. Uh, important, Chris, to get young people involved, young riders, young... You know, you've been always bat, banged on about getting young young riders involved. It's, yeah, of course, because it's, it's the future of the sport. Yeah. It's, and, it, and every year it's getting less and less that we bring on. I have to say, probably the last three or four years, it's starting to increase again the, at the lower age group. So... Um, it's heading in the right direction, but I would say possibly a little bit too slowly. But you know, when me and Mark came through the grass track scene, we're still healthy, which is where yeah. we came from. That's where it's been missing. Uh, the yeah. grass tracks died yeah. off, and that's has it died? Yeah. Has it been first died a little bit? Yeah, it's very, yeah, very can, difficult. Very just, difficult for junior grass track now. There isn't any yeah, ever again. No. And just just our era, you, you know, so many were coming through yeah. who, who ended up with good careers. You know, like myself, Mark, Gary Havelock, mm. Joe Screen, Sean Wilson. You, you could just keep rattling them off and they're all coming from the grass track scene and obviously that's gone and now it's getting tougher. Speedway of Nations, have you seen that Mark? You know, have you got Speedway of Nations where they're three, three, they've got three man teams? I haven't seen it since the new, I went to the World Team Cup a few years ago at Kings Lynn but I think then it was, yeah, yeah I haven't seen the what new. What do you think Chris, like. Speedway of Nations, you like it? The three man, the sort of three, are these three man teams? They're going back to four, I can't remember what they're doing now. Uh, yeah, there's the three, basically yeah. two and, and, a, and reserve, a reserve yeah. you can sort of use wherever you want. Um, Diff- I, 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 I mean, they called it the World Cup, yeah. but they did it in that pairs type format, and me and Mark rode in. Oh, big, did you? Big Gosh, I think it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. How'd you go? Um, finished second, second, silver. I bet you two are miserable on the way out. Finished well, second, we, right? Didn't I lose a run off once at Coventry as well? 
Can I remind myself? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, so we could have won it. They just pushed me forward. <laughs> yeah, Mark, yeah, yeah, go on, do Mark. It. Who wants to do the runoff? Mark oh, would crash, do it. <laughs> so, crash, yeah. I enjoyed crash, it. Crying. Enjoyed yeah. that format. Um, that was a runoff for some reason. They made it a pairs. Yeah, um, that's right. Maybe yeah. because the Danes didn't have enough. So. Yeah, see, yeah, they've done that to help England out now as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Best, right, okay. We, we, we still got another ten minutes on this podcast. I hope everyone's enjoying. It's great to see. We, we are, it's just great to have Mark and Chris here chatting about about their their, their life in Speedway. Um, let's have a little look forward a little bit, a little at how things are today, or just okay Speedway in general. Um, so three good things about Speedway then, Chris. Think of what what I could one or two three things that is just what makes Speedway so good in your eyes of your experience. Well, I think probably chatting. We've touched on them all. Um, I think the ex- accessibility of riders. They're close to the fans. You know, fans can come down, talk to them, have pictures taken. Um, I think in that respect, it's a nice sport. Um, it's entertainment at the end of the day. That's that's what it is. It's sport, but it's an entertainment. Yeah. And um, on the right day, with the right track conditions and the right riders, nothing really comes close mm-hmm. to that sort of instantaneous excitement that you get you know it's a minute of adrenaline fueled yeah. um, madness at times you know when you're watching it and um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it can be hard to beat any thoughts Mark what's makes what's, what have you enjoyed what do you, you know, oh, speed I like, you know what I like I like the side of the, the you know sometimes when you, I mean, you go to the Grand Prix in Torrent or somewhere like that I mean it really is still big mm. you know the, the likes of Monster Energy getting involved as mm. far as I mean that side of it I think is brilliant um, I just think sometimes there's a there's a there's another side to it that is tend to have stood still or gone a bit backwards. Um, I'm still disappointed now as a supporter watching it, if you like, on um, the lack of teams still, the lack of new venues. I, mm. I honestly feel that surely the way that the way the difference in the leagues isn't huge now that there aren't. I'm disappointed there aren't half a dozen more teams that can make the elite league yeah. by taking the top teams out of the. Premiership, you know, you'd like to see a bigger league, basically. I would like yeah, to see yeah. a bigger league, yeah. personally. Well, you touched um, on that, didn't you? You talked yeah, about how much you enjoyed yeah. yeah, that's the only thing, really. I mean, I don't like the way the bikes have gone. I, I watch riders riding their hearts out, mm. trying to go around the fence and make ground up, and someone comes around the inside. I spoke to Chris about it, I don't get it because I didn't ride the bikes, and he's he sort of said to me that the bikes just behave differently now. Yeah. And sometimes I look at the riders look a little bit frightened of what the bike's going to do. Mm. And again, I, I think the characteristics of them have become a bit unpredictable and it's not necessarily helped. If you had a magic wand then, Chris, I mean, if you had a magic wand, part of the fact you'd probably weigh one now to say, will you hurry up and get on with this bacon? <laughs> um, what, what would you, if you had a magic wand in Speedway, Chris, what would you like to see change? I mean, we're talking magic wands here, so hasn't got to be realistic. I, no, I mean, you know, it's um, it's always down to finance a lot of it. it you know, it's, it's the decisions always come down to finance in the end. I mean, yeah, Magic Wand would all have um, fantastic stadiums with fantastic tracks. Um, they probably all look fairly similar to Bellevue, I would imagine. Mm. Um, Quick word about the Bellevue track, you've seen Bellevue. What do you think? It looks like one of them tracks is great fun to You'd ride. You'd like that, I reckon. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's one of them tracks that you, I think you, you're in front and you don't actually know where to ride. <laughs> right. I mean, you'd always feel slow. However yeah. fast you were going, you would want to go faster. Because obviously yeah. you never rode either, but you know, you'd, you'd, no. love to, you'd like to have I reckon that's one of them tracks that you just don't actually know where to ride, do you? No. Going no. in the corner, you think, where I'm, you know. Yeah. Well, well, people do, they just go and what they just, they, well, you watch on television and they just come out and someone's inside, you're outside. Did you have any bogey tracks? 
not really, no, no not as such. No, like I say, probably touched on, I didn't always think I rode very good at Peterborough, even though I rode there for a season. Um, but no, I never really had any bogey tracks. But looking looking on Bellevue's, you know, yeah. as they have a lot of meetings there on telly, and it is, it is very, very good. At the end of the day, obviously, the idea world we'd have a few more of them. Mm. Sometimes I think, I mean, I know just changed the Swindon track, but the meeting I saw on telly there didn't seem to um, produce... Um, I, I don't know, as a whole whether it's been better time, day in day out or not but it's difficult really because yeah. like Chris will tell you I mean he's he's tried his heart out changing the track at Ipswich mm. and I think this year is probably the, the best it's been for a long while but that's not through the lack of effort is it no. it's not like he's not changed it he's no. been changing it for two or three four years now um, so it's difficult because what we're ending up doing is possibly changing the tracks to suit the bikes I don't know yeah yeah. That's exactly you think I saw this happening Chris? Mm. Um, yeah it's, it's, it's what has been happening uh, I'd like to see us change the, the bikes really to, to almost take a step backwards mm-hmm. give the lads a bit more predictable power yeah. Yeah, a bit more torque I still think that is the, and let them enjoy it more the more yeah. you're enjoying something the, the more you are likely to really get stuck in you know I, I it's difficult for me because I'm, I'm obviously closely involved and, and you know the lads will come back in the pits and, and I know what I want to say but it doesn't, I'm not comfortable saying it because no. I've ridden the bike, so I know how tough it yes, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, bogey tracks, do you have any bogey tracks? Anyone, any track we just said marks that was Peterborough a little bit, but not too many? Um, I have to say, the only track I seem to have a bit of a mental block with, and in the end I did get better with it, and I had some decent meetings there, and I don't know why, because it was never a, a bad track, it was Oxford. Cowie, Cowie Stadium. Yeah, I yeah. think yeah. maybe I had a big bang on the head there when I tangled with hands going in the first turn once, so I don't know if that maybe put me off, but... Were you, the, were you at the Oxford meeting when Robert Muscarrick went over the fence? Yes, I was there. I saw a picture of that, yeah. Tremendous. You remember someone? He got up and won the rerun. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, but when he was getting ready for the race, he put his goggles on and I stood there looking at him and said, mate, you're going to need to put your helmet on first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he shouldn't have gone out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert. He was a great lad. He was a great lad. Right. Okay, great. Well, um, so if 10 years' time then, Chris, I mean, it's a bit of a crystal ball, but where could you... Yeah, what do you hope the, the sport, what sort of shape will it be in? Will it be There'll in? be 20 teams in the Premiership. We'll be top of the pile oh. in our new stadium. <laughs> Fantastic. Anything else you need to know? Just fire away and I'll tell you. That's good enough for me. Okay. Difficult to tell, though, isn't it? 10 years is a long way off. And, um... It is a long way off. Um, you know, you spoke about young riders and things like that. They're all things that have got to move quite quick. Mm. Um, and, yeah, who knows? The sport could be in a very good place. Mark, 10 years to speedway? Yeah, I think, the, I think the secret is uh, my, my little rides motocross, mm. um, you know, within 45 minutes to an hour drive, I've got six tracks for him to ride out. Okay, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I'm not saying you can have that sort of option, but I certainly that. I think mm. people, like, people like myself, I've got, I've got space to put in a 125 track. If someone wants to do it, bring yeah. some rides on, great. But we do need some more. Yeah. You know, the speed with these kids don't learn it. You know, 15, 16, they go to the final level, but you need to be getting them from mm-hmm. nine, well, from 10 or 11, riding Hondas around tracks just like we did. Um, that's what's missing. That's mm-hmm. what's missing at the moment, you know. I think, if, if anything, I don't think it's a tremendously expensive job to put little junior tracks in like Eastbourne had, like Mildenall did until I don't know how many years ago. But that's where that's what's missing. That's mm-hmm. what the sport needs to look at before it can go any further. So, we come at the end of this podcast, um, Chris, just some a life in Speedway then, mate? If you, I mean, you're still obviously still promoting Ipswich, I still own Ipswich, so that's, you're still well involved, but I mean, looking back at your riding days, would you swapped anything, would you change anything, or? 
Oh, hindsight's great. Yeah, I'd have won everything. I'd have had a lot better better chance if I knew then what I know now, but I wouldn't change anything. I had a great time. I, I feel I was lucky to be, um, you know, to, to sort of go into Speedway and, and have the fun and, and times and the living that I had out of it. So I wouldn't, wouldn't change anything. It's great. Same with you, Mark. You want to change yeah, anything? Yeah, same really. But at the end of the day, I think... I don't want to sound like a, well, an old fart, which I am. But, um, you know, I think me and Chris probably had the best best years out of it. Yeah. But I hope I'm proved wrong and I hope things turn around and people in 10, 15, 20 years' time will be saying, we went through a lean spell, maybe the next yeah. 10 years it can improve again and they can have as much fun as we did. No, it can happen. It can happen. Yeah. Speedway, can, you know, things go in cycles, yeah, don't right. they, very much so. So, um, well, look, Mark Laurent, Chris Louis, this has been absolutely delightful to chat to you. Um, and do thanks for, thank you for giving up this time to come sit and have oh, a chat. And, um, well, thanks very much, guys. And um, well, see you again. See you again. Thank you very much. Cheers.